Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Answers for Life with Pastor Shelley. We are here to record our next podcast, and it is just a great day to be back here and, and talking about God's Word and how we can apply it to our lives. Absolutely. The weather has cooled off, Noah. It feels great outside, and and today, uh, looking forward to uh, having a conversation with you today about God's Word. Absolutely. So today, Pastor Shelley, we're going to tackle the question, what is a devotion? And basically, what should I do in my devotional time every day? Um, we, yes. We've had a lot of people who, who have come to us and, and you know, we're, we've started our D groups where our goal is to be in God's word every day, to be in communication with God, to have that daily devotion. We believe it's very important in the lives of a believer. And so what does that look like for our listeners of this podcast to have that daily devotion every single day? Noah, I've had two new Christian men that have contacted me over the last few weeks. And their question was, how do I read the Bible? How do I understand what the Bible's saying? How do I have a devotion? And I would set them down and I took them through a few things. And now I've kind of brought it all together in my mind because of their questions. And so I have four important elements of a good devotion I want to share with you today. Awesome. Number one, number one, the first thing, let me read a scripture first. And, and maybe you're out there and you say, why do I need to have a devotion? Well, number one, Jesus had a devotion in Mark one thirty-five. Listen to what it says very early in the morning while it was still dark, Jesus got up left the house, went off to a solitary place where he prayed. That was a regular practice of Jesus, and the disciples noticed that. Mark writes about it here. Matthew writes about it multiple times in, in the Gospels. We see Jesus taking time to, to be by himself with God, to pray, to have that time of devotion. It was a regular practice for Jesus. Therefore, it should be a regular practice for us. If Jesus needed that time, what does that say about us? Exactly. We, we need that time. So here are the four things, four elements of a good devotion. Number one, we find it right here in this small passage. It needs to be planned. We need to plan time with God. We plan time for everything else. We need to plan time every day with God. Absolutely. I heard David Platt say the other day that, most of the time we, we make excuses like we don't have enough time to study God's word. It's not an issue of time. It's not an issue of not being able to get into God's word. It's an issue of priority. What are you prioritizing right. over your, your daily time in that devotion? And so you need to plan. You need to make sure that you have that time to, to be in God's word, to be in communication with him in prayer, as we'll talk about in just a second, to, to make sure that that is a priority in your everyday life. Just like we budget our money and we tithe to the Lord our money, we must also tithe to the Lord and budget our time and give God our time, Mm -hmm. not just for our devotion, but also for service. But one place where it starts is giving God time to uh, communicate with us uh, and we communicate with him. There's there's no way that you, you have to plan it out. The scripture says that, very early in the morning while it was still dark. Jesus planned that out. Right. He, he said, okay, before everybody wakes up, while it's quiet, solitary place, 
here he is. He gets up and he goes, he gets alone and spends time with God. Jesus had a busy life. Yes. Uh, he had a busy ministry. There were always people coming up to him and, and asking for healing. He was always preaching. And even when he wasn't doing that, he was surrounded by his disciples. So the only time that Jesus had was early in the morning when everybody else was still asleep and he made sure to have that time. So Pastor Shelley, what time of day would you say is best for planning out your devotion? Personally, I say the morning time. I say in the morning, early, as you, you can, kids are asleep, everybody's asleep. It's you and the birds, you know, mm-hmm. and you can get up, get a cup of coffee and sit down and your phone doesn't ring, all this cell phone ringing, text, all that. There's not a lot of people texting me early in the morning. Right. So I personally think it's the morning, but everybody has to fit it to their own schedule. Some people are not morning people. Mm-hmm. And my wife, is it's afternoon. It's afternoon in the evening when she has her devotion. And um, I'll go to sleep if it's afternoon devotion or night devotions. I, I'm, I do better in the morning. So each person needs to find that niche of when it's best for them. Right. My, my devotion is in the mornings as well. Uh, typically before I come into work, I, I get up. It's one of the first things that I do. Uh, I, I usually take a shower first because mm-hmm. it wakes me up. And then I, I get into God's word and then come into work and, and do the things that I need to do here. Um, if, of course, if I'm running late, I may, I may do it at work in my office. But uh, I typically do best in the mornings. Mm-hmm as well, like you said, but as you said, it's, it's whatever time that you can give, uh, to the, to God and to that time of devotion. Yes. And even though you plan it, sometimes life is going to bust your plans and you have to be flexible and you figure it out. Now, if every morning your plans are busted, you need to get a new time, right? Yes. All right. Number two, the second thing is the place. It says that Jesus went off to a place, a solitary place, especially a quiet place uh, where he had his devotion. I have a place every day with my Bibles, my commentaries, my computer. I've got some software there I use and my journal, my journal, plenty of pens, um, comfortable, nice chair. And that is where I go every morning. Um, And I know that the same place is probably best, right? Absolutely. I wake up, as I said, in the mornings, take a shower, and then I have my devotion in my room. Uh, of course, I'm not yet married, about to mm-hmm. be, but I'm not yet married, and so I, I don't have kids or, or any distractions, really. So my room works out for me. Like I said, if I'm running behind, sometimes I'll do it in my office, which is a little bit more difficult because sometimes people are running around, but I still try to prioritize that time and uh, yeah, you definitely need to have a, a, a consistent place, a consistent time, because that, that's a time and a place that's devoted. Mm-hmm. That's where we get the word devotion to God and, and to studying his word and praying to him. Yeah. And then sometimes when the weather is like it is right now, it's comfortable, it's a beautiful day, I will move it outside. Mm-hmm. I will move it outside. I might move it on the swing one day. but most of the time it's there. When I'm at the lake house, uh, we have a lake house. When we're down there, I've gotten up, gotten the boat, went out the lake, watched sunrise, had my devotions out there on the lake, mm-hmm. watching the sun come up. So sometimes I'm flexible with that, but it needs to be consistent. Right. And as we had mentioned 
earlier before we started recording, uh, if you go on vacation, that's not an excuse to not to not read the Bible. Absolutely. If, if life comes up and you, and you miss your date or your time or or your place and and you have to move around, you may have to adjust and to adapt. But that all kind of comes into the to the aspect of planning as well. If you know you're going to be out of town, plan accordingly so that you still have time in that's God's right. Word every day. That's right. You know, we we every day we plan to eat. We make eating a priority. I eat three times a day. And you know what? It rarely gets interrupted. Right. Because it's a priority. We need to make feasting on God's word a priority where we don't let anything come between us and his word. Absolutely. So the plan and the place. The third thing, the third element is notice what Jesus did in this place. He prayed. He communicated with God. We need to spend time communicating with God. Now, there's multiple ways you communicate with God. Number one, by reading his word. You, re- you read his word. And just reading, reading the Bible, uh, you, God is revealed to you. God reveals himself to you, and you're able to communicate with him by learning about God. Also, the Holy Spirit, while you're in that devotion, the Holy Spirit begins to speak to your heart about personal things in your life that you need to do. And then, of course, from that, we talk back to God and we, sh- we, we share with him uh, our, our hurts, our pains, our worries, our failures, our sin. And there in that devotion, there is a back and forth, a two-way communication, and we need to make sure we understand what prayer is. Prayer is a two-way communication, not a one-way communication. Absolutely. We're moving here from, from kind of the setting of, of that devotion. Now we're going into content and God's Word, prayer. That's, that's definitely the content that you need to be focused on. In our D groups, we, we have a journaling method where we're going through God's Word, and, and we have a couple chapters, uh, maybe it's one or two chapters that, that is in our reading plan, and we have what we call the hear method. And so the first part is highlight. We, we're reading, we're studying God's Word, and there's a verse or a couple verses that the Holy Spirit is, is bringing to our mind, right. jumps out at us, and so we write that down. We highlight that verse. We say, this is what God is speaking to me. Then we take a moment after we finish reading and, and we have our verses that were highlighted. Maybe it's one. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's multiple. And we take that highlighted verse, and then we explain it. We, we try to get down to the original intended meaning that the author has given, uh, you know, whoever the author is. If you're in a book by Paul, one of his letters, or if it's an Old Testament narrative, mm-hmm. you try to find what is the original meaning, because we don't determine meaning. The Scripture determines That's meaning. That's right. And so we try to explain that, and then we bridge the gap from the original meaning to our lives. That's the, the third point. We apply it. Mm-hmm. And so we, we, we take that scripture that we're studying, that the Holy Spirit is speaking uh, into our lives, mm-hmm. and then we take it and apply it to our lives. Now, how can this principle, how can this truth that we're finding in God's Word apply to Noah, apply to Shelley? And then we write that down in our journal. And then the last thing, we respond. That's right. We, we take time. We, we meditate on that Word. We meditate on uh, the, the explanation, the application, and then we respond by uh, by praying, uh, we we speak to God. We let our requests known to Him. 
uh, maybe our response is worship. And mm-hmm. we say, man, based on this truth, God, you are awesome and I'm worshiping you. Maybe there's something that's highlighted a sin that's in your life and you say, God, I need you to forgive me of this sin. Uh, maybe there's a temptation that you're facing. So you say, God, strengthen me through this or, or disciple me through this or whatever it is. We respond back to God in that time of prayer. Absolutely. And when it's all said and done, we tend to rate how, the, how well that goes in, in our prayer time. Right. In other words, well, we had a, had a 10 out of 10 devotion or a 12 out of 10 devotion, or this morning it was like a two. And, and we kind of rate those things. We, we shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be mornings where you open up God's word, and boy, you just hear his voice. You, the scriptures just speak straight to you and what you're dealing with that day. And then there's other days that you read the scripture and it's almost just going through the motion and you, you don't really hear much from God. And I'm telling you, sometimes those are the most rewarding, that you're, you're just faithful to the Lord of, of spending time with him mm-hmm. and, and not, not getting much out of it, but that's okay. Uh, the devotion time is not a time for a one-way street where God just, gives, 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 it's sometimes a time for us to just reflect on that he is God and we just trust him by faith. Absolutely. Hey, Noah, let's just say, uh, speaking of this point about two-way communication, if somebody tried to sell you a, a cell phone that had one-way communication, would you buy it? It doesn't seem like it would have a good purpose for it. Would it well, work how it's supposed to? It would either work one way or the other. Either either the person you call could hear what you're saying, um, but you couldn't hear what they were saying, or vice versa. And yeah, you could get on there and you can talk and talk and talk, and but no response. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes when we think of prayer, a lot of times our prayer is just a one way communication, not a two way. We we go before the Lord and we talk, 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 but we never listen. We never take time to listen to what he wants to say to us. Yes. And that kind of, the the fourth point you talked about, you know, the, the highlight and then you explain, you explain the scripture and then you apply the scripture. And then that fourth point is a, uh, to respond, to respond to the scripture. When you finish your devotion, there should be a marching order from God. What is God telling me to do today? Mm-hmm. What should I do? And that kind of leads us to the fourth element in a good devotion, and that is purpose. Our devotions should have purpose. Uh, when we finish our devotion, we should uh, we should know uh, what we should do that day. Uh, we should have a better understanding of God's will. And we find that in the example of Jesus in the garden in, in Mark 14, 36. And remember, he was praying there. The disciples were, were sleeping. They, they didn't pray. They slept. Jesus was praying. Jesus encouraged them to pray because they needed to pray. But Jesus prayed, Abba, Father, Daddy. Call him Daddy. He, and, he, and this is what he said. Everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me, yet not what I will but what you will. Mm-hmm. And you notice in that prayer, Jesus wanted to know God's will. And that should be the purpose of our devotion 
to draw close to the Lord and know what his will is for our life that day. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not speaking of this generic lifetime will. I'm talking about what do you want me to do today? Who do you want me to witness to? Who do you want me to encourage? What sin do I need to confess that day? And we should, when we get up off our knees, when we close the Bible and we head off to work, we should have purpose for that day. And so here they are again, the four elements of a good devotion. It needs to be planned. It needs a place. It needs prayer, a two-way communication between you and God. And then it needs purpose. Absolutely. And that highlights the importance of that daily devotion. You need it every day. It's not something you can do a couple times a week and think that you're going to be okay. You need it daily. And as we were talking earlier, if you miss a day, which is going to happen. Yes. It's going to happen. Uh, one of the Life hardest will happen. things, yes. yes. One of the hardest things is returning back to that discipline of being in God's word every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know if I miss a day, the next day is even harder to get back into God's word. But it is so, so important that I make that a priority, that we make that a priority, that you listening to this podcast make that a priority, that you're in God's word daily. When you miss, you get back on it. That's right. You cannot uh, go through life without this purpose without this devotion. Yes. There, there's a reason that Jesus needed it. Mm-hmm. If Jesus needed it, how much more do we need it every single day? There's, there's people out there that are listening and saying, yeah, I feel guilty. I, I used to have a devotion or I'm not consistent in my devotion time. And man, I need to be, I know everything you're saying is right. What should I do? This is what you should do tomorrow morning, get up and have your devotion. Right. It's, it's just that simple. And the next day, get up, have that devotion, and it's, make it a priority. It's just like working out. Yes. If you are you know, working out daily and then you stop, it's hard to get started again. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to lose weight if you're not working out. That's right. You're not going to fulfill the purpose or your goal. Uh, God calls us to be disciplined in this devotion. And mm-hmm. you're not just going to wake up one day and, and have a six-pack right. without not working out. You're not going to wake up one day and be spiritually fed if you're not in God's word. Absolutely. They say it takes 21 days to create a habit, and we're good at creating habits. But what we need to do is create some good habits. Right. 21 days, be disciplined, stay with it, stick with it, and let God do great things uh, through your life by by him speaking into your life. Mm -hmm. Noah, why don't you close us in prayer and pray for all of us as we seek to to follow God and be consistent in having a time, a devotion time with him. Absolutely. Let's pray. Dear Lord God, we just thank you so much for, for today, this time that me and Pastor Shelley can, can stop and take a moment and talk about being in your word, being in communication with you, making sure that we have that time, that place planned out ahead of time, making sure that we're in God's word, that we're responding to you and then allowing you to speak to us and that our devotion is purposeful. And so, God, I just want to pray for all those who are listening to this podcast and who will listen to this podcast, God, that you would uh, challenge them as you challenge us, and uh, you would lead them into that, that time and help them to see how much of a priority this should be in their life, God. And uh, Be with me and Pastor Shelley as well as we're 
we're continuing to embark in, in studying your word. God, we know that this is a journey. Uh, this is a, a time where you are discipling us and you're, you're allowing us to, to grow through that time of devotion. So, Lord, may we make that a priority in our life. May we make you the center focus of everything that we do, say, speak, how we live. And may we glorify you in everything that we do. We give you honor and glory and praise, and it's in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you all for listening. This has been Answers for Life with Pastor Shelley, where we take life's difficult questions and give meaningful answers using the Word of God. If you haven't yet, make sure you subscribe and share this podcast. Or leave a rating if you want to on, on uh, whatever podcasting app that you're listening to. And remember, Jesus is the answer.